I would like to say something about the question of um, resources, because I think you spoke to that, and I think we need to, um, as civil society organizations and as representatives, I think we need to have a very different kind of conversation about resources. And Chantal, thank you. Um, yes, it is important to expose people with resources, individual donors, to the multiplicity of our struggles, to the intersectionality of our struggles, to the need to be bolder and braver. But I keep coming back to something Charo said, which I think it's the huge white elephant in every room that nobody really wants to speak about. But it is so in front of our eyes, and it is amazing that we're all walking around with blindfolds and with gags on our mouths. And that is the current economic system that we have. And there is no way for us to address the question of what should foundations be doing, or what should individual donors be doing, or what should you know, people with money be doing. We are living in a world right now where literally eight men, eight men, control as much as 50% of the rest of the population. And we are happily going about praising some of these men for how remarkable their uh, philanthropy is. Yes. What is this bullshit? <laughs> name it, name it. There is such extreme inequality that Davos, Davos is having a conversation about addressing inequality. <laughs> so this is one piece. But the second piece is equally troubling to me, which is that we know by now that everything about this current economic system is so exploitative of the earth, it is so <coughs> exploitative of basic human relationships, so that human relationships are reduced to a transactional value. What can you give me? What can I give you? Have your Bitcoin? Pay me in Bitcoin? Nonsense. So it's a conscious strategy of disrupting the human set of personal connections into something that is transactional. What I can get from you, what you pay me. It is not any more relationship of human being to human being. I look you in the eyes. Can you stand with me, sister? I am bleeding. Can you help me? No. It is. I can, if I get a grant from X, then I can um, help you in your poor community. Recently, I think the Pope was asked, so what do you do about panhandlers on the street? And he said, I just give to them. And then someone said, yeah, but you know, they use it for drinking. He said, when rich people drink, does anybody ask them? I want to use it for drinking. I want to buy your $300 wine so that you can enjoy your meal in a fancy restaurant. So I think the second piece for me is the challenging around the unsustainability of this economic system. For the earth, for the earth, this is not a sustainable system for the earth and we know it and still we are blindly having World Bank, World Bank country strategy programs mm -hmm. saying, you know, India will produce this much, its GDP will go up to this much. If it, it is not sustainable. If all of the poor countries in the world, and there are a lot of us, ate and drank and consumed at the level of the United States. One American consumes 40 times what a Bangladeshi consumes. And probably 80 times what someone in the Sahel or Niger or Burkina Faso consumes. This is not a sustainable way of living. We know that. Everybody knows it. The science is on the table. 
why do we have global warming? It's not some magic thing. And it's not just human action. That is also what drives me crazy about the discussion about even the scientists. It's like not human action. It is capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Random human action. It is so much consumption that we have based our entire notion that if we don't have 75 types of toothpaste to pick from, we are somehow traumatized. <laughs> well, I grew up in a country where, you know, we didn't have an open economy, and you know, the two toothpaste, both of which were made in India, were perfectly fine. And actually, our teeth were much better than any of yours, because we didn't eat so much sugar. That's right. So, this is the second piece. And then, yes, the third piece is that, yes, okay, that's the, that's the end game. But not putting this on the table as civil society organizations, as women's organizations, as um, women's funds, means that our funders are getting away with this bullshit. You know, if we don't go and we don't say to them, listen, it's lovely to take a grant from you, and thank you very much, and you should give us a grant. But we hope that you're also looking at this larger question. Then I think we're finding ourselves in a, in a, in a place where actually we are doing what um, Charu just said, which is we are being silent on the biggest crime of all. We are being silent when we go and we say, please give us money for this, and thank you very much, and we'll fight violence against women and provide reproductive health and rights, but we won't do X and Y. And so for that last thing, I think calling, why don't we call a meeting and invite funders? If funders are not calling yes. a meeting to invite civil society, why don't we call a meeting? Invite all of them, from the Gates Foundation to the Ford Foundation, invite them. Say, listen, this is what we think the current crisis is, and this is what it requires. Yeah. And actually, we're very confused that you sit on endowments, but you're not willing to put those endowments in our service. So Harvard can have an endowment, but Avid cannot have an endowment. It's a very strange situation, no? Absolutely. There's something wrong when we don't want the sustainability of, of social justice movements, right. and we don't want to invest in their long-term financial sustainability, and we say to them, no, 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 you know, we will give you a grant because we wanted to immediately reach the poor people on the ground. But Harvard and all the foundations can sit on billions and billions of dollars. Somehow that endowment is okay for them, but it is not okay for us. So I think these would be some of the strategies I would suggest that we as civil society bring forward on the issue of funding.